What's up, y'all? Welcome back to a new episode of So Worthy, the podcast. Hit subscribe and share this with a friend who really needs to hear some new budgeting advice on finances. Finances are something that we just don't like to talk about, that it's a little taboo to talk about at dinner, and also something that we're just raised to not talk about. And so the goal of today's episode is just for us just to learn how to survive on less and that with having less, it does not always feel, with having less money, it does not always feel good, but it is good when we really think about it. And so I hope by the end of today, you have like just a completely different, a different mindset, attitude on having less money or having less less finances, or this can be having less children than you imagine being. Like this is not just, this topic, this episode does not have to just be for money. Now, having not having enough money is not where I anticipate my life being right now. And so let's go to four years ago. Four years ago, I graduated from JMU, only not four, three. Ooh, I'm not that old. All right, so three years ago, I graduated from James Madison University in that I graduated with an architecture degree. I had dreams of, not even really dreams, but just like plans of going to study architecture abroad or going to work for an architecture firm or doing all these things that look good on paper, but they're just, and they're financially good. But honestly, they were depleted. Honestly, they were things that I'm not even really interested in. It was just a money-driven decision. And so that was four years ago. And so the last three years, I have worked in campus housing. I've interned as a campus missionary. And now I work for a daycare. And I have a cleaning business, DOD cleaning. Now, with going through all these different steps, like finances have always been like, either really, really good and I've re- and I've like not liked my job as much or honestly, they have been like bad, bad, but like I have loved my job. For instance, right now, like my finances are, I literally just have enough or they're in like the bad zone and that like my credit score, I'm gonna be straight up, like so straight up in this episode. Like right now, my credit score is like a 643. I don't know if you know about credit, but like that is like not the best. Like it's not as bad as it could be, but it's surely not at 7.30. Like a couple of years ago, I had a 7.30. And so I say it's all to say is that like over these last couple of years and even right now, I have I am I'm still learning how to financially survive on a low income salary and just survive on just not on just having just enough money. And so with learning how to survive financially, there's a couple of tips and whether you make a lot of money or you don't, or whether you make a lot of money or you make a little bit of money, all these tips are still vital. And so, yeah. Um, Before I go on these tips though, I do want to say like a little tidbit, having less money can show the joys in life that having a lot of money cannot. And I know we live in a day and age where it's like, oh, financial freedom and hustle, which I'm all I'm all about. Honey, by the time I'm a wife, mom, like I want to work part time, like I want to have passive income in that. And all these things are not bad desires. Yet at the same time, they can be if we make them an idol. An idol is anything I place before God. An idol can be... Uh, a person, it can be a thing. It can be what's in my thoughts. 
It can be what I envision for my life. It can be the control I want to have in my life, which is like the biggest idol I have struggled with over these last couple of years. And so having uh, having less money can shift our perspectives in that we can see things the way that God sees, but also at the same time, we can see like, we don't really need as much as we think we that we do. And so say for instance, in hustle culture, it's all about how I can get what I want and get it as quick as I want, which is pretty self-oriented. It is pretty, what's the word? It's just all about self. Like it's just so prideful. That is the word I'm looking for. With that hustle culture, it is so what's the word? Let me just get let me just say what I want to say. Hustle culture and financial freedom culture can be so unhealthy to follow as a Christian. And I'm and I'm saying this to say that. There's nothing wrong with wanting and desiring to be financially free to get out of debt or pay down debt or get out of credit card debt or um, have a bigger home. Like these are not bad things to want, but it is a bad thing when we chase these things before God. It is a bad thing when I think that my identity, my self-identity, my worth, my value, um, my credit, like my um, credit worthiness or my trust, my value, any of these things are what deter like what um determines who I am, right? So if I think when I re- receive financial freedom and when I'm finally at that place when I'm getting out of debt that that is when I have value, that is a problem. Jesus Christ, the Lord, He is who determines our value, not the amount of money I have in a bank, not my credit score. Like the Lord, He calls He calls us to Himself, but then also like He just determines our value so much. Like yeah, and so. That's my little tad bit. And so getting back into how to survive financially on low income salary, the first thing that we need to do if we want to survive financially is to budget, budget, budget. That's your three Bs is budget. Even if we ain't got a whole lot of money coming in, like budget. So say for instance, I live off less than two grand a month, right? Which praise God, I'm hoping over the next three years, I still learn and I will in Jesus name, um, live off less than 2000. Even if my income increases, I learned how to do it for the past three years. I can do it for three more years. Um, and so budget, budget, budget. And so when I say budget, I mean, if I am tracking my expenses on an app called Mint, I am budgeting well. If I'm writing down every single expense that leaves, I said every, not some, not the little ooh, Amazon little package. No, I said every budget, budget, budget for every single thing. If I am getting chapstick from the store, the Lord has humbled me with this this season. If I'm getting chapstick from the store, I need to budget for that. And so budget for every single thing that's co- coming out. Um, Yeah, and do it well. Second thing to do, if we want to learn how to survive, and live financially is to live knowing the cost before. Live knowing the cost before. Live knowing the cost before. Let me tell you just a practical example of how to do this. If I'm going to the grocery store, I'm at that checkout. Before I get to checkout and this person tells me my price, I should live knowing what that cost is before. I should have already added up all of the groceries, all the vegetables, which eat your vegetables. Go get some Brussels sprouts from the store. Come on. I should be adding up and knowing what the cost is 
before I get that number at checkout. They should not tell me what the number is. I should be telling them and already know the number that it is. And this is the same for Amazon. If I'm ordering something off of Amazon, which there's nothing wrong with ordering stuff off of Amazon, okay? I'm not coming for everybody in the prompt description. I'm not. Um, But if I'm ordering something off of Amazon, so say for instance, I have a, you can see it right here. It's actually right here. I have a daily gratitude journal, right? And that it's basically where as I write like oh, what I'm thankful for. Like, oh, this is so cute. Um, Like see this little journal entry from January 23rd, which is like last year. It's like, thank you for knowing the best step. Thank you for everything to come. Thank you for Harmony, Taylor, Hannah, Megan, Marcella, Tiffany. Thank you for knowing that everything that I need. Thank you for blank, 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 and everyone around them. This was my coworkers and my boss that I hate. Which you have a coworker you hate, you hate your job. Go back and listen to the last episode. All right, and so in this daily journal, I got it from Amazon and... In this, in this daily journal, I write down every single thing that I'm thankful for. And it helps me have an attitude of gratitude versus just being like, I hate life. That doesn't mean I don't have these, those emotions sometimes, but I am able to produce some gratitude in my life and always find something to for. The Lord helps me do this. This is not on my own. Um, and so where's I going? I'm so sorry, y'all. Okay, Amazon. Amazon known the cost. Okay. So say for instance, you go right now and you order this journal, which is going to be linked below. Link below. You go ahead, you order this journal, and you have a couple things within your checkout cart before you walk into before you go into the checkout zone, taxes and all that. You should know the cost of everything. You should know how much that journal costs, which it costs less than less than twenty dollars. You should know the cost of that. You should add it to your cart, and when you add it to your cart and you keep adding other items to your cart. You should know the cost before you go to checkout and think about tax and everything before you do. An easy way to that I do this when I go to the grocery store personally, which I highly recommend, is round up everything you're doing. Um, for instance, what's something I get all the time? Blueberries. They are one eighty nine at Aldi. Um, there or they can be like two, like two, exactly two dollars or two thirty nine, depending on type of day of the week I go and you know, um, economy, all that. So let's say blueberries are one eighty nine. When I go to the store and I put blueberries in my shopping cart, two dollars is what comes out of my mind. And so that's an example of rounding it. By the time I go to by the time I go to checkout, I do that and I add two dollars for tax. I live in Harrisonburg, Virginia, really the county. Um, what I do is I add two dollars for tax. And so when I'm by the time I'm going to checkout and everything, I already know the cost. And so say for instance, I have blueberries, which cost one eighty nine. I have broccoli in my cart and that costs four twenty two. I'm going to round the blueberries to two dollars. I'm going to round the the broccoli to the nearest um dollar, which is you know, that amount. And then by the time I go to checkout, I'm around I'm gonna have that rounded number and I'm gonna add two dollars. And so by the time I go to checkout, I know what the cost is. I know I shouldn't that's that amount should not be over ten dollars. And so yeah. That's something to do. Now, the final point of something new, super quick before we head out, keep listening and remember, send this to a friend that definitely needs to hear it, is separate what is a want versus a need. Mm, I'm speaking to females. Y'all, get our nails done. Is that a want or a need? Getting facials, is it a want or a need? Getting my hair done, is it a want or a need? Um, getting my toes done, is it a want or a need? What is a want and what is a need? 
you know what these are. And if you don't know, pray on it. Ask the Lord. He'll show you. Um, but what is a want and what is a need? Or what is a want for right now, but I do not need it right now? Mm, that's so good. I think about a month ago, I had uh, ordered Curology, which I've done Curology over the last two years. Go to my you go to my, not Facebook, go to my Instagram and my Facebook too, but go to my Instagram and you'll see like literally my curology journey, like curology has changed my skin, praise God. Um, and so when I go to see cure, when I go to look at cure, my curology videos and everything, I see like the transformation. And so curology is a need for me, but if I'm at a very low draw point in like, okay, I'll only have like $20 to spend on household, which something to do is also separate your household and your food budget. Um, if I only have $20 a month to focus on household, then Curology is not in that budget that month. And since Curology is not in that budget that month, I'm going to save Curology for later. And what I'm going to do is use Notorium, which is available on Amazon and so what I'm going to do is use Naturium, my Naturium cleanser instead of my Curology cleanser. And so that way I'm still using some of the Curology products, but I am not spending the full like $60 I would have to spend for a Curology. And so does it make sense? Yeah. And I love that facial cleanser. I'll have to, I'll have it linked below. All right. So y'all, that's a couple of tips of how to survive financially on a low income salary. It's possible and it's sometimes it's for a season but sometimes maybe it's just for a decade or a couple years or six years but yeah Romans 8 28 he works all together so if you're struggling financially just like me it's okay and then also at the same time like there's so much more to this life we live than how much we have in the bank account and then also there's ways for us to increase our income which is how, what i want to talk about next week and so i love y'all so much thank you so much for tuning in i love 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 y'all i miss i've been away for a year and so i really do love y'all thank you so much for tuning in thank you for all the support that you give so worthy and you give to me and my life and thank you so much for tuning in i love you and i'll see you next week good night